Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Health Is Your Light podcast. I am your host, Mariah Fontana, and I am an online fitness coach who has helped over 100 people in the last two years take control of their body and life by prioritizing their health and fitness. My intention for this podcast is to help inspire you to take action on your health and fitness goals. I hope that this podcast has found you at the right time so you too can discover your own light and power and shine it into the rest of your life. Let's get into today's episode. Welcome back to the Health is Your Light podcast. I'm your host, Mariah, and today I have a special guest. I have known Kennedy now for almost one year, which is crazy. She was first introduced to me by a previous client who I absolutely love and who I helped, uh, Cece. So I knew that if Cece was bringing on any clients, like they were going to be awesome because Cece is awesome. But I didn't realize the relationship that Kennedy was, Kennedy and I were going to create. So Kennedy, welcome to the podcast. How are you doing today? I'm good. This is my first podcast ever. So I know I'm excited. Um, Yeah, a little nervous, but like I'm excited to hear how this goes. (laughs) Yeah, for sure. And hopefully we can do it in person soon. Yeah, I know. I was thinking about that. I was like, you know what? I kind of want to just go to Kelowna for like a weekend and just like go to iron energy and see what it's about because right now I'm at anytime fitness and it's yeah it ain't it yeah. it ain't it <laughs> absolutely so I'm trying to get you to move here but we I need know. to get your partner to also move here but I think you would love it and I think you should because then we can train all the time and obviously iron energy is amazing but um yeah you're not that far Victoria's not that far from Kelowna yeah I asked him the other day I said would you ever move somewhere with me he's like yeah I was like, all right, okay, so that's not going to take that hard to convince. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, you like, just need to, you just need to start putting like his resume out, and then he'll just yeah. start getting like random calls from people. Like, wait, how did you get my resume? <laughs> well, he's super Kelowna. into like film stuff too, so like he does podcasts and all this. So I don't know, he has his own little thing happening, but he would just need like an actual you know, full-time job, but he can find that anywhere. Exactly. And then get into film and stuff in Kelowna and stuff, which would be cool too. But yeah, that it's actually really funny. I was thinking about how like we first started talking and like, um, there's those, I'm sure everybody has heard like those scams kind of on, um, like Instagram where people hack your accounts. So me and Kennedy (laughs) were talking and uh we were we were chatting and we were kind of getting to the end like yeah do you want to come on as a client like what do you think yada yada and then all of a sudden it was like trying to get a message from like this other this other account (laughs) because you got hacked and then I'm getting messages from your account like hey trade in this bitcoin thing or whatever (laughs) I'm like oh my god so that's how like our relationship started off which is really funny but then you ended up coming in and being a client so it all worked out I remember messaging you from like <clears throat> Facebook, like any which way I could get a hold of you and being like, I'm really into the contest. I'm so sorry. Like, just please. <laughs> I know you're like, I swear, like, okay, that's not me. Just ignore it. But I'm in. I want to get in, which is really funny. But yeah, I kind of want to go back to that time. Like, take me back almost one year ago. Like, what were you doing at that point? Yeah. So, I had done like keto and everything for, I don't know, probably like two years on and off. And then COVID hit, you know, you gain the COVID weight, you don't know how to get rid of it. You're doing all these random ass YouTube videos that are like, lose weight in two weeks. (laughs) I was guilty of thinking that was going to work. So I was doing that. And then whatever, fast forward, I tried going to the gym and training a bit on my own, realized that I couldn't do it on my own. I saw how well Cece was like, she was enjoying life. Like she was kind of trying to like lose weight, build muscle, live a healthier lifestyle. Cause we both had worked in a bar and when you work in a bar, it doesn't really go hand in hand with a healthy lifestyle. So we both quit the bar she works at a breakfast place. I started working at an Asian noodle house. 
<laughs> and um and then I just like started feeling more and more depressed because I like watched her success and not I wasn't like upset that she was succeeding but I wanted to feel how she was feeling because she was like had this new lease on life and I was just like serving chow mein and being miserable and like sleeping and then drinking excessively to like numb the pain so anyway so she's like okay Mariah has this contest you need to do it and then yeah I gave away my Instagram account to these random (laughs) people (laughs) Um, but yeah, I was just finding that like, I got into a relationship, I was eating whatever my boyfriend was eating. And he's like a skinny skater, dude, he can eat whatever. And I was like, you know what, I'm in a relationship, like, let it all go. But me, I know subconsciously, like, I've always been like, very, I need my appearance, I need to be healthy within my mindset, everything needs to be perfect. So it was like, I kind of hit rock bottom, found you. Um, my life slowly, slowly changed. It was hard at first to kind of get with the macros and the habits and stuff. Of course, like that's normal. It's totally different, but, um, soon it became like a fun little game. I don't know, like being like, what am I going to eat today? And then I would Mm -hmm. like try and put it in before I would even eat the thing. So I would, I would know. Um, But yeah, there's been bumps in the road and stuff, but I've just learned like, especially with my drinking, drinking was a huge thing for me. Like my boyfriend likes to drink. He has a lot of friends who like to drink. Um, So we would drink like Friday and Saturday. And then Sunday would be like, let's eat a large pizza and an ice cream. And then you just feel like shit till Wednesday. And then you just do it all over again. And I was like, okay, this isn't helping me. None of this is helping me. doesn't even make me happy in the moment. And alcohol is a huge depressant too. So you're just sad and it's, I don't know. So now I only drink on special occasions mm-hmm. and I really like hate being hungover. It's a pet peeve of mine. I can't <laughs> do it. I like people are like, just power through. And I'm like, nope, I'm, my days are right off. I'm in bed watching TV. Like I feel like crap. So yeah, I don't know. I want to live and enjoy maintain a healthy lifestyle and drinking just goes not with that so yeah well I think that's super relatable like the kind of just getting into that cycle of drinking on the weekend and then having that hangover and being like yeah this is just normal like this is like what my son is like before I restart and then start my week again kind of thing right so yeah that's definitely like relatable. I'm sure there's a lot of people who feel that same way. And like, like you said, that was your normal, but now it's like you hate being hungover and you used to be hungover every weekend. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And like, so how did you, how were you able to change those habits? Because I think a lot of people find it hard to be like, yeah, but like, I want to drink, like I like alcohol, like I want to do that. How were you able to realize that, like, you didn't want to waste your Sundays anymore? Like, how were you able to overcome that? Yeah, so I think it took a lot of time. And I think it took a lot of me repeating the bad habits over and over again to finally realize, like, every time I look in the mirror, I'm not seeing any difference. Like, you know, I could work out five days a week, but, you know, at the end of the day, liquor is empty calories. And I'm not talking, I'm going out for a couple glasses of wine. Like I'm going out, having double margaritas, taking shots, like probably eating unhealthy that night too. And then following with the next day. And I just really had a chat with myself and I was like, how does this make you feel? Are you really surrounding yourself with the right people? Like, do you want to waste all your money? spending it on alcohol do you want to hang out with these people that like have no drive and I know you have drive Ken like you just need to get it and nothing's easy in life so I kind of had to have that chat with myself and with my partner too like he is a very social person and I used to be but I'm kind of on this like kick right now where I'm, I'm I don't know I'm so focused on my life that I don't have time to like just go and have random drinks with people. And for me, it's a big waste of my day um, because then it not only affects that day, it affects the day after. So for me, I just was like, you know, you got to You have to stop. You have to stop. And now my boyfriend will go out and hang out with people and I'll stay home and I'll be like, you know what? Like I have to. And it's just the promise I've made to myself. And I think that 
It's taken me a lot of years to value my own opinion because I've cared so much about pleasing other people that it's like at the end of the day, you're the person who dies with yourself, like you're mm-hmm. alone. So you should impress yourself. You should love yourself. And if you don't want to go out, don't go out. Like, you know what? And your partner should support you. And he does. Every time I don't want to go out, he's like, okay, babe, no problem. Like, yeah. we'll do something tomorrow. And that's a supportive partner. Yeah. Oh, right? yeah. He, like, that's, yeah. that's like perfect. That's exactly who you should have. But I think there's people out there that don't have partners like that. Yeah. Like, why aren't you drinking anymore? Like, why aren't yeah. you having like this food with me anymore? And like, why aren't you doing this with me? And it's not like, it's like, their own reflection of how they feel right because Mm -hmm. they see someone very close to them up leveling their life and changing their life for the better but they're like don't want them to go so they're like pulling them back down yeah and that's so important for you to recognize like yeah he does support me and that's important to me right because like who knows if like you tried to change and he wasn't supportive like how would that make you feel right yeah um And I think another thing that's really important, what you said too, like um, you started to become more aware how important your time is to yourself and trading that time for just like a couple random drinks to like, quote unquote, socialize, like isn't worth that. And I don't Mm -hmm. think people realize, realize that they kind of just get into that. Socializing isn't just drinking alcohol, but I think that's like a lot of the relationships people have nowadays So if you were to, not you in particular, but if in general, someone was to look at the group of friends they had and looked at like what activities they did with those friends, I would be curious to see how many friends that they actually had that all they didn't do was just drink alcohol with, right? Yeah. Like we associate, oh, socializing and having fun just with alcohol. And it's like, well, that's not really the best relationship then because you're most likely not having like bigger conversations or actually meaningful conversations you're just going to like bullshit and talk shit about how shitty your job is and how stressed you are or politics or inflation or what's going on in the world but you're not (laughs) actually like going and doing things with your life like does that make sense yeah, it's just very surface level. I feel like a yeah. lot of like people who are like want to hit a happy hour or something like, you know, we should go for drinks. It's always the first thing meeting a new a new friend or something, especially like working in the industry, serving. It's always like we should get drinks. It's like, oh, yeah, well, you know, that's not really my thing right now. And like they kind of look at you like, oh, you're not drinking. And it's like, well, I can drink. I just don't want to, yeah. you know, so yeah. I'd much rather like go for a walk and like talk on a more meaningful level about like, I don't know, you as a human being, not like just surface level you and like, exactly. you know, yeah. Let's so. go get lattes and go for a walk by the ocean. Yeah. Like, like right? that's sound- yeah. Like that actually better. doing something active or going on hikes or something like doing more activities. And like, this is not to say like, I love going for happy hours sometimes and I yeah. love going for drinks sometimes, but It's when every single time you're with those people, like that's all you Mm -hmm. do and you can never do other things. It just always happens to be like alcohol and, and a drink or food or whatever that may be. And you just touched on something too, where, um, I talked about this with my last guest Cole and he said the same thing. Like it's never this thing. It's, it's always the opposite. Like when you tell someone, oh, like I'm just not really drinking, people like hound you about it and bug you about it. And like, why? Why aren't you drinking? Why aren't you drinking? And it's like, they don't say that about drugs. Like, oh, why aren't you doing drugs? Why aren't you doing drugs? And it can be the same thing for people. If somebody's not trying to drink alcohol, like that's on them. And that's the abnormal thing. Yet drinking all the time is normal for some reason, but it should be the abnormal thing. And it's crazy that you get judged more if you decide to drink less versus drink more in today's day and age. Yeah. Or like even with eating too, it's like, oh no, like you'll go out for dinner with someone and you're like, okay, like I can only eat these certain things because this is what fits into my plan. Like it's your choice to do macros if that's what you want or whatever you want to do. 
But I find that a lot of people are like, oh, just eat it. It's fine. And it's like, well, no, I'm not just going to eat it. Like, I feel like there's a lot of judgment about it. Um, yeah, that yeah, I feel like that goes with drinking and um, drugs as well. But no one. Yeah, you're right. No one ever questions you. And you're like, no, I don't. I'm not smoking that weed. They're like, okay, perfect. Or like, yeah. I'm not doing whatever. So-and-so like whatever. No, okay, I don't no want to sort. I don't want to sort Coke off of lines. A hooker's in the ass. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Oh, okay. No worries. And it's like, obviously I'm not comparing drinking alcohol to doing cocaine all the time, but it's like alcohol is a drug. Yeah. Alcohol is a drug. It makes you hungover. You waste your day. You end up, it's proven. You always end up eating more <laughs> calories like that day or the next day. So it is like causing you to be unhealthy and it's normal to do that, which is absolutely crazy. Yeah. Um, and like another thing with, with the food too, is you get judged so much more for eating quote unquote healthy rather than eating like shit. Like, yeah. how is that the opposite? Um, like you're going to get judged far more often for choosing like some chicken and like a good salad or just whatever, some like hearty thing that's like really good for you. And people will comment on it, but they won't comment on you smashing down a whole burger and fries and dessert after with two drinks at dinner. They'll be like, yeah, oh yeah, me too, buddy. And it's like, okay, but then you like get a salad with chicken and they're like, why didn't you get a burger? And it's (laughs) like, I didn't want a burger. (laughs) I know, I know. And I, it's not like, it's not like I'm saying we should judge people who get things like that. Again, I love no. to eat a burger once in a while and I love to eat a pizza once in a while. But at the same time, we just shouldn't judge in general. Like, no. why are we making comments or bugging people? And another thing I'll say is when you have, when you're around people and you choose a certain food or you drink, don't drink the alcohol or you choose not to have dessert and they make a comment like, oh, well, you already look good. Like you already are fine. Like you're already skinny, quote unquote, whatever skinny means. Like, I don't know who wants to be skinny anymore. I want to be strong, but like, yeah, whatever, you're already (laughs) skinny. Like you can eat it. And it's like, no, the point is like why I'm healthy, why I look this way, why I feel good is because I choose to say no at all of those little times, just like this time right now. The reason I am how I am right now is because I choose to say no at these certain things Mm -hmm. and I only have food or alcohol at special occasions like you said you do now and I just don't think people understand that it's all of the little times that add up it's not these big times well it's like you know and for my partner he likes to have a beer when he goes out for dinner or I don't know a glass of wine and that is totally fine but for me personally I I won't just because like I kind of am the person who's like all in or nothing at all. So I tend to choose like nothing at all a lot of the times because I know that there is a fine line for me. Um, but I mean, that's just personally, uh, he can do it no problem and, and that's fine, but that doesn't affect me, right? Yes. Like I don't, he's not drinking. It doesn't make me want to drink, right? So like, yeah. I think that's super important to have. Like your support system should not make you feel guilty Absolutely. about not joining them with a drink or even like if he wants to eat a pint of ice cream in bed, then he can do that as much yeah. as it's going to suck for me to watch him do that. You know, you have to think about yourself and your goals. Is that ice cream going to help you or is it going to push you further and further away from the dream body or, you know, the healthy mind you want? So, yeah. And it's really important that you recognize that for yourself because you're someone that's like, yeah, I'm an all or nothing person. So I know for me, it's better to just like, yeah, I could have one glass of wine at dinner, but typically that one glass of wine for me leads to like two or three and I don't really want that. So I'd rather just like, not have any or just like Mm -hmm. have a sip of my boyfriend's or something right like yeah things like that too and not having that that pressure on yourself but obviously you've gotten to this point now but it didn't start like that when you first started with me in the program like no (laughs) right so um and I want to talk about how when you first started you were kind of like everybody else where it's like you're super motivated you're committed at the start like for the first eight weeks, but then you started to like self-sabotage 
a little bit and you started to like fall off and then like not really pay attention. Um, I don't know, like if you were drinking what, like the exact details at this point, but can you explain like what happened, like how you were so motivated and excited, like so many people are when they first get into like a quote unquote fitness program or like fitness journey. And then what happened after those, like, I think it was like between the eight to 12 week mark. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So I was all pumped up. It was something new. It was exciting. Um, And then I started to feel like I was just doing the motions. I was just going and I was just doing it, but I didn't actually feel it. Um, And I think that just comes from like years and years of yeah, not try. I'm not going to say trauma, but I just think that like I have been one to self sabotage. So for me to like actually feel like I deserve something, it, it's super hard for me to like get that in my brain. So I was kind of just falling off the wagon, really being like, you know what? I worked out three days this week. I can go and drink, or I can go and I can go and eat a pizza out for dinner, um, or I do. I can intuitively eat. I don't need to follow my macros. Um, so I kind of did that. And it was just like, because I didn't feel like I deserved to see the best results. I didn't feel like I was worthy to have the, my dream body or maybe be in a competition one day or be a personal trainer one day. I was just kind of like, you know what, I'm just doing this because it's barely good for you kind of thing. Um, and then something clicked and I just, was like looked in the mirror and I was like, okay, like I'm this, I signed up with Mariah to change my life, not to go back, not to be all committed and so excited for the first eight weeks and then hit a roadblock and just go down. So I kind of gradually got myself back up again, um, started, yeah, doing the thing where I'm like only drinking on special occasions. That was harder than just like turning it off. Obviously I, it went through the motions for sure. Um, and then I was starting to count my food again because I just realized like I have been a binge eater. I will eat a whole bag of chips if it is in my house. So there is no way for me to count any of that. Um, so I kind of started being strict with myself again and started going on the Facebook group more and like reaching out to like people for tips and, and stuff like that. And I don't know, just being a little harder on myself in the best way possible. I wasn't, I wasn't negative speaking to myself. I was more like, okay, you want this? How are you going to get that? Because no one's just going to give it to you, right? Mm -hmm. Signing up with a coach doesn't mean that you're going to get the results if you don't put the work in. Say it louder. (laughs) (laughs) Signing up with a coach doesn't mean you're automatically going to get the results. You have to put in the work. So for me, I'm like, you know what? I signed up. I did my first eight weeks, whatever. I see results, but then it's like, I'm not maintaining them. I'm just like getting worse than getting better. And I, and I feel like a lot of people are like, you know, if you don't give your hundred percent at the beginning, you're going to fail. But it's like, I would actually prefer to give 60% at the beginning and then 80 and then a hundred. So you gradually work your way up because it honestly getting into a fitness journey, it pulls out so much shit. Mm-hmm. It pulls out stuff from your childhood. It pulls out stuff about your partner or yourself, or like, you know, it's a lot of mental stuff. Yeah. People just think it's going to work out four or five days a week. That's it. It's like, no, it's actually a lot. And you come out way better. You really do. And I'm, I'm just beginning mine and I'm learning so much about myself and my surroundings, but yeah, don't go full force and then trinkle down, like work your way up slowly, make sure you can sustain the routine because it will, it will get to you. And then you'll be like, I don't deserve this. I don't deserve this. And then you get all the negative thoughts and that's not good. (laughs) Yeah. There's so much I want to like unpack there because you touched (laughs) on so many points. Like the first one is so, so, so relatable to so many of like clients that I see, or even people that are reaching out to me on social media about them not even realizing that they have this like subconscious thought that they don't feel deserving of reaching their end goal. And it's Mm -hmm. like that unconscious self-sabotage because for you, it wasn't even conscious at first. 
And I was like, Kennedy, what's going on? Like you were doing amazing. You were following all your shit. You're seeing amazing results. Like what happened? And we had an honest conversation. So we were able to overcome that and talk about it. And then you were able to figure things out and be like, yeah, Mm -hmm. you know what? This is important. I do deserve this. I do deserve to get to my end goals, feel confident, be in the body that I want to be. And I think so many people are stuck in that in-between of not even realizing that they're self-sabotaging because they don't even truly believe they can get to their end goals because they've never seen that for themselves before or ever. So it's almost like they're like, how can I ever get there if I've never seen it? And they've failed so many times on various diets and fitness plans. Like, just like you, I think you're the perfect like person to look at for that. Like you were on keto for how long? Lost weight, gained it back, not sustainable. So you literally were that person. But you finally decided like, no, I'm not going to let like, like diets or falling off like I have so many times in the past control me. And you basically decided like, this is the last time like I am getting to my goals. And I think that's the important thing here is like, you just need to decide. Like, it's as simple and complicated as that. You just need to decide to go and work on your goals and get there and push out all of the rest of the negativity and just do it. And that's how you're going to get to your goals. And that's how you're truly going to break the cycle of all of the diets you've done in the past. Yeah. And I think a lot of it too, a lot of people worry about what other people are going to think. And a lot of people's opinions really affect them. And I think that, fuck it, like, do not. And I know it's harder, like saying it than actually or harder doing it than actually saying it. But just do what you want to do. Like, you know, don't listen to someone if they're like, you know what, you don't need a coach. Like, just do it yourself. You can't do it yourself. Do you know, <laughs> like you, you are a very awesome coach and you have a coach yeah. because you need, you know, you want a coach and you need a coach. You can't do everything yourself. So I think a lot of people's mindset on having a coach is like, well, why are you going to waste four or $500 a month mm-hmm. um, to have a coach when you can just go to the gym yourself. And it's like, it is so much more than going to the gym. Like, like I said, it's a lot of mind stuff. How can I expect to get somewhere I've never been before by myself? Like I am trying to get somewhere I have never experienced or been before. So I hire somebody who's been there before to get me there. Right. So like we were just talking about when people um, can't see themselves getting somewhere or achieving that dream body, that dream physique, that health, you need a guide to walk the steps with you because they've already been there before. It's like, like you go to the dentist to clean your teeth, right? Like you can brush your teeth (laughs) and clean your teeth at home, but sometimes you need an extra good brush and you need that reminder to floss at home because you never floss, right? Like There's so many different areas that you could compare it to. I think it's just because there's obviously so much knowledge about health and fitness on the internet. There's not like information on how to be a dentist. You need to actually go to school to do that, right? So it's a little bit different. And I think that's where this like blockage is from being like, oh, do I actually need a coach or can I do it on my own? You very well could do it on your own and teach and learn. It's going to take you five to 10 times as long. It's going to take more time. It's going to take more money rather than if you just hired someone who's already walked the path before you. And I'm not saying this to be like, Oh, hire me. I'm saying this in general for anything you do in life, Mm -hmm. growing my business. I hired a business coach. So I didn't have to make all the same mistakes that he did. So I could get to where he, he got to 10 times faster than he did. It's the same thing with health and fitness and losing weight and learning macros. I am coaching you so you don't have to make the same mistakes that I did for so many years. And my biggest mistake is never hiring a coach sooner than I did. And that's what I always tell people. When you actually get to the point of hiring a coach, whenever that point is, you probably should have hired a coach a year or two years before the moment that you actually hired a coach. Yeah, I I honestly wish I hired you like, (laughs) yeah, two years ago. (laughs) 
Yeah. So I know it, but it's so hard to actually be like, okay, I do need help and like kind of suck it up and be like, yeah, I need that support. But once you do, it's like saves you so much, so much time. Um, well, personally, I wouldn't even know where to start to find a coach. Like I would have had no idea if it wasn't for like CC, right? But now I mean, TikTok is more of a thing and Instagram and stuff and you can find and do your research. But like for me, my thought about a coach would be going to get a personal trainer at the gym. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. yeah. But now there's so much more out there where you can just do your workouts whenever you want. Um but that's something else I wanted to get into about like where you were, what you've evolved to now um, and how like you only save like drinking and stuff for special occasions. And I know we already talked a lot about like the drinking aspect and everything, but how you've been able to shift your mindset to like, you want something more out of life compared to where you were at one year ago. Like you were like, you said this already. You're like, come on, Ken, like, I know you can achieve more. I know you can, but you're just like living this life, right? Day to day, day to day. And in that self-sabotage mode, but you Mm -hmm. knew you were, you knew that you were capable of more, but actually stepping into that can be super difficult. So like, how were you able to overcome that and know that you fully were deserving of more and a better life and a better body? Yeah. So, I mean, I was sick of sitting in depression. I was honestly, I was sick of just sitting and and eating and watching Netflix. And that was my day. I would go serve the people I had to serve, whatever job I was doing, come home, eat and watch TV. And I was like, if this is how I'm going to go out of this world, this fucking sucks. Mm -hmm. Like I am someone who likes to be I'm not going to say like over the top, but I always know there's more. And I've always been like that for myself. Like I moved out when I was 16 because I wanted to be some independent woman. Mm -hmm. Like there was no need for me to do it, but I've always put myself through challenges. I can never just stand still. I can't. So for me, I did that for, I feel like when I got into my relationship, that's when I just kind of stopped doing other things because it was like, I have a boyfriend that like, you know, it's comfort. I'm not out there looking for a guy or like, I'm fine. My life is fine. I'm making money. I'm paying my bills. And then I was like, no, this, this isn't it. This is not it. Yeah. So, um, I, yeah, like with signing up with you, I was doing all of that. And then, yeah, I fell off and stuff. And and then I was getting back into that depression cycle and back into that comfortable feeling. And I was like, okay, I can't, I can't do this again. So I just kind of was like, what can I change? I wrote down a list and I was like, what, what is it that I need to change? Is it my friends? Is it my environment? Is it my job? Is it my house? Is it my partner? Like, what the hell is it? Is it me? And a lot of the times people don't pick themselves, they pick Mm -hmm. everything else, right? And they have trouble blaming themselves or, you know, looking really hard within taking responsibility. Yeah, a lot of people just rather put it on someone else because it's a lot easier, right? And so I was like, you know what, it's not my friends, because a I'm too busy, like to even talk to them, or I don't (laughs) want to leave my house, because I'm like embarrassed of how I look, or I'm too tired or whatever. It's not my partner because he's a freaking saint and like is so supportive of me. And yeah, I may hate my job, but I do make good money and I can shoot for another job, but I need this job in order to pay my rent and mm-hmm. my life. So I was like, I think it's you. <laughs> I think it's you, Ken. They're like, damn it. <laughs> Fuck, not me. <laughs> and so then I started going through my habits in my day and I was like, okay, well, you know, Mariah wants me to do this morning routine and and watch these mindset videos. And I was like, really? Like, is it really going to help? So I was like, (laughs) just do it. Just do it. So I started doing it. And then I started waking up earlier rather than sleeping an hour before I had to be at work. And then feeling so stressed and in a rush, started waking up half an hour earlier, like every week. 
Um, now I'm down to about 7.30 a.m., which is pretty huge for me because I usually sleep till about 9.30, 10. So- well, and you work like <clears throat> you work like afternoon to evening. So it's not like you yeah. work at like eight to five. Like sometimes you end work like late, right? Yeah, like 9, 30, 10 o'clock, yeah. right? So your so. life is kind of just like shifted a little bit compared mm-hmm. to the average like nine to five job or something. Yeah. Like yeah. So I was like, okay, so what, what can I do? You know, I go to work and I have no time for myself, but, but you work till eight thirty nine o'clock. How are you going to have time for yourself? We'll make time. There's always time to make time. You can always mm-hmm. fucking make time. And I, and I'm saying this with so much aggression because I can't believe that I let myself get away with not doing anything for myself for so long and just expecting my life to randomly change without putting in the work. So I started watching your videos and then I started listening to more podcasts instead of watching TV or listening to music on my way to work or to the gym, I would listen to podcasts. And although people are like, oh, some podcasts are really boring, there's so much information and peace that you can get within listening to them. Mm -hmm. So I started doing that. um, And then I stopped really like ordering food and like going out for food, even though you can go out for food and and eat your macros. I found it a little harder for me because then I would be like, you know what? I'm here already. I can just eat these extra fries. And I knew that was getting me nowhere. Mm -hmm. So I, it was all a really hard conversation and, and a lot of work and a lot of tears and a lot of stuff like from my inner child that had to come out, mm-hmm. you know? And then I think back to all the times where it's like when I decided to move out and I was working at McDonald's at 16 and drinking then too, like, is this really how I wanted to continue? Oh my God. That's all good. Um, is this really how I wanted to continue my life? And And yeah, and it wasn't. It's not at all how I want to continue my life. So for anyone who is struggling, who thinks that signing up with a coach is just magically going to change your life without putting in the work, you need to listen to the videos. You need to go on your morning walks, your hot girl walks, whatever (laughs) you want to call them. And you need to like make the best out of your workouts too. Like, yeah, getting there is great and high five for you, but make sure that you're really like feeling your workouts because that's when the endorphins hit and then you start feeling like better. And, and it's good for depression too, coming from someone who like has severe OCD and depression, it's a lot easier to sit in it and feel like shit than get up and move your body. Mm -hmm. Like there's been days where I'm like, I could sleep my whole day away and I would excuse myself to do that. But then I would be like, but it's not doing anything. Like tomorrow do I want, yeah. Tomorrow do I want to feel like this? No. So like the best thing I can do if I'm not going to go to the gym today is just at least go for a walk. Mm-hmm. Or like even go sit outside, like fresh air is so like amazing for the brain. And I don't think people realize that enough, you know? I think that's so important what you just touched on. And like, I've been <laughs> saying this so, so much and I'm so passionate about it in this day and age where we're so focused on mental health, but it's almost like we're just shutting out how physical health impacts your mental health. Yeah. It goes hand in hand and like obesity is on the rise and the mental health crisis is on the rise. Those things are not opposite of each other. They go hand in hand. Like working on your mental health is not just allowing yourself to sit in it because that's like what you want. It's focusing on what you need. And sometimes or a lot of the times when you feel like that, going and doing what you need is not what you want to do in that moment. Like you said. Yeah. And like eating shitty foods too, right? Like all that stuff affects you mentally. Like I've noticed like, you know, eating, I, I don't really like fast food. If I had to choose one, it'd probably be like a McDonald's cheeseburger and small fries or something (laughs) like that. But like, if I were to eat that the next day, I feel like absolute shit Mm -hmm. or like ice cream. I love Ben and Jerry's cookie dough ice cream, my all time favorite sweet. But if I eat that and like, I mean, a whole pint 
Okay. <laughs> like in my little depression den. The next day I'm going to feel like, okay, well, let me eat something shitty again because like I already feel like shit. And then I feel like it's so much harder to feel better than people actually think it is, you know, Mm -hmm. like I should have gone out for a walk the next day rather than order an extra large pizza or, you know, like whatever you choose to eat. Mm -hmm. Um, So I think eating, trying to eat, you know, vegetables and and get your fruits in and get all the healthy stuff in helps the brain too. Like it really feeds the brain rather than eating. Absolutely. You know, it does. And that's proven. And like, there's so much research and studies coming out nowadays about how like your gut is, is, um, your gut is like attached to your brain. Like you have serotonin, like in your gut and like with eating certain foods and how that affects that. And it's like, well, yeah, no shit. Obviously we should have like studies and stuff to figure all this stuff out, but everything in the human body is connected. And if you think that like eating like shit is going to help you with your mindset, you're absolutely crazy. Like that Mm -hmm. ice cream is not going to make you feel better. You want it to, you think it is. And the reason why you're going to that comfort food is because you have trauma attached, attached to that issue. And that's your comfort. And that's how you deal with that. But that's not a lifelong strategy. The lifelong strategy is going to therapy of figuring out why you use food as a coping mechanism, putting in strategies to be like, do I actually want that food? Or am I using it because I'm stressed from work? Do I actually need a glass of wine when I finish work every single day? Or should I probably figure out how to manage my stress levels better from work every single day? We just get into these habits and then we let them control our life. And then we end up thinking and convincing ourselves we need those things. In reality, we want those things. Again, the thing you need is often the the thing that you don't want to do in that moment. And I think that list that you've said you created is absolutely incredible. And someone listening to this right now needs to do that ASAP. I think that's (laughs) really, really cool. What you did was you wrote out a list because oftentimes there's going to be a mixture Mm-hmm. Most of the time, well, actually all of the time, I think it is an important mindset to have. Everything is always your fault, always, no matter what in your life. Always. Doesn't matter if somebody rear-ended you. That's the time you chose to drive on the highway. Whatever, right? That's a little <laughs> excessive. But like, if you start to choose and live in a way where everything is your fault and you're taking responsibility for that, then it's going to be, it's still going to be hard for you to work on yourself, but it's going to be a lot easier to go internally and figure out like, how can I improve from the situation? What can I do instead of blaming everybody around you? But there's going to be a mixture for you. You wrote down all the important things and the things that impact your life. And you said, okay, is it my environment? Because a lot of the times people are in shitty environments and they need to get the fuck out. And that's really impacting them as well. If it's not that though, is it your partner? Is it who you live with? Are they supportive of you? Do they drag you back down? Like, how is that environment? Because there's multiple environments. And if that's okay, and you can truly 100% say that, yes, my partner is 100% supportive of me and what I do. Okay, then you need to go like deeper into you now. Where can you improve? Or is there multiple things? Do you need to change your environment? And do you need to go in deep and work on yourself? It's always going to be you. (laughs) That's a given. That's a given. But there could be other factors at play. And you just need to be honest with yourself about that. And it's very, very hard to do sometimes. But I do believe we all subconsciously know the truth. It's if we're willing to actually act on that and change those things in our life. Yeah. And sometimes you can't do it yourself, right? So you need, well, you can't. You cannot go deeper into yourself without some sort of therapy. 
because a lot of the time you kind of block it out, right? Like you'll be like, okay, yeah, but you'll only touch on it surface level. So I think it's important. And I was like, so nervous to go to therapy for the longest time, like Cece, who got me started with you. So I was like, I think you need to go to therapy. And I was like, now I can figure it out on my own. And she's like, okay, like, <laughs> Ken. and you're like, seriously, man. <laughs> and then I finally started therapy. And honestly, it's, it's nice to have someone to talk to that you trust that can go deeper and help you be the best version of yourself. Because I really do feel like everyone should be the best version of themselves. No one should settle for being mediocre ever in their whole mm-hmm. life. But I think it's super hard for people to find that drive. It's so much easier, again, I'll say it, to sit in front of your TV and eat a bag of freaking sweet chili heat Doritos than <laughs> it is to go on a 35-minute walk listening to a podcast when it's raining. Mm-hmm. But that 35-minute walk is going to help you be a better version of yourself than eating that bag of Doritos. Absolutely. And say it again and again and again. And I love when people ask me and to help them get some sort of like, like Ken, you know, like you used to be a party animal. And now you're like Mother Teresa. How did this happen? <laughs> <That's> and- <laughs> awesome. I'm going to like, name yeah. that. That's what the podcast name is. From party animal to Mother Teresa. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah, my friend Tash has always called me Mother Teresa. She's like, yeah, I'm going to go have a drink tonight. And I'm like, I'm going to go home and get my cozy robe and light a candle. She's like, all right, Mother Teresa. (laughs) Oh, my God. That's awesome. (laughs) I just it just takes a lot of work on yourself and hiring people to help you achieve that because yeah, you may think you're Albert Einstein and you can get to it at, by yourself, but you just, mm-hmm. you can't, it's impossible. So. Mm-hmm. And it's helps. no shame in getting help in, in no. every aspect, right? Like, and that's a yeah. thing, like you might think that, okay, well, I'm just going to hire a coach for my fitness and my health levels, but you might need someone for both because mm-hmm. you definitely don't want to just default to one because it goes both ways. Right. That's amazing. If you get a coach and you're working on like your physical, your internal health, and that coach helps with your mental health and mindset as well as, as well. But you also can't keep blocking out that other side if you actually need to go get a therapist. And the same thing as reverse. If you are working just on your mindset and you're going to a therapist, you also probably need a coach to work on your physical health. It goes back and forth. And oftentimes you need different people specializing in different things. Mm-hmm. therapist isn't going to help with your physical health and a coach a personal trainer isn't qualified to give you therapy and have a therapy session with you and that's really important to understand that on both both sides as well um but like we were talking about how you mentioned you believe that everybody should be their the best version of themselves and i agree and that's like why i do what i do is mm-hmm. like i think focusing and working on your health, both physically and mentally is going to be able to help bring out your best self. And you're going to be able to step into your own light and you're going to be able to shine that onto everybody else. And you're going to figure out what you should actually be doing in this world. Like, you know, that your end point isn't being a server for the rest of your life. You know, that you're made for more at certain points in your life. It's important for you to be a server and you're bringing kindness and um light and good food to people right and that was your purpose at that one time but and knowing like we're not demonizing like being a server that was your purpose for like a certain time of your life but knowing that you're not meant to be there forever and you're capable of doing more so how do you feel like now you've been able to like i don't think you're quite there yet you obviously haven't stepped into your full potential and your mm-hmm. light and your power and what you're supposed to do but how do you think you've been able to um, take the steps to know that you don't want to stay in a serving position forever and you want to start stepping into your own light yeah so like I think a lot of it has been obviously working with you and stuff and like just watching how 
successful you like from when I first started with you like you've always been amazing but I just keep watching you grow and grow and grow and it's so inspirational and I'm like oh my god this girl's younger than me first of all (laughs) I'm like look at her just like what a queen and I think for me it's just like wow like she can do it I can do it anyone can succeed and do what they love doing um And I just realized like you could be happy being a server. Mm -hmm. I'm just not. And I know for me, it's not my happy place, but I do love people. So I think finding a position and a job of helping people achieve what they want to achieve in life and like happiness, that's what I have a calling for. I don't think I could ever, and I've tried to sit in an office chair and, and do that do that job and I actually was so miserable because I really do like people mm-hmm. and I like chatting with people and I like that's why I am good at serving and I did enjoy it at the first bit but I've been doing it for 10 years so yeah you could do whatever job you're doing right now and find happiness but personally I know that this isn't the You've end just goal. outgrown it yeah like that yeah. like I said that was your purpose purpose for the time being yeah. like you said you love like being with people interacting with people but like you've outgrown that now and also yeah. like you've recognized that you've outgrown that a lot of people don't recognize yeah that. and I'm super happy that I've recognized it because that was my fear for so long I was like well what's gonna change how am I gonna know what I'm supposed to do you know, I've watched all, a lot of my friends go to college and go to university and I'm like, yeah, well, I'm still serving, you know, like they're like, what are you doing? Or I'll even have customers be like, so are you in school? And I'm like, no. And I think for so many people, school is such a big thing. And mm-hmm. amen to those people who are going, working their asses off in university and college. But I feel like people shouldn't judge other people for not going to university and college. And and I felt really like judged and like panicked. And I'm like, I'm 27 and I've never gone to college. Like, what the fuck am I doing? So I think that I there's a lot of like growth and there's a lot of drive that I still have to do before. Yeah, I step into my light, but I know where I'm going and I know how I'm going to get there with obviously help. Um. And yeah, just continuing on the journey because I know right now this isn't like the end. I'm not happy with what I'm doing, but I know I have to do it to mm-hmm. get to, to hustle and get to where I want to go. Nothing will ever be handed to me. And I love the challenge and I like working for for my things in life. Yeah, absolutely. So. And that's the biggest reward is when yeah. you put in the effort and the work to get there. And like you yeah. said, like in the world we live in now, it's like, yeah, if you're not if you don't have, if you're not in a career and you're not currently going to university to get to a career, you're like frowned, frowned upon. Mm -hmm. But what's amazing about our world now is there's so many other opportunities. Like I'm a university dropout and I'm doing just (laughs) fine now. So things are good. Things are okay. So there's so many more opportunities. And just because you haven't gone to university and just because you're in your late twenties doesn't mean like you're behind like oh late 20s Ryan closer sorry. to 30 don't sorry I said late 20s <laughs> I'm, I'm I'm mid 20s now the other day I thought I was like I was like wait am I 24 am I 25 and Spencer's like you're 25 I was like damn it I thought I was 24 I was like sick I totally I'm like wow I'm like getting to the age where I forget my my age now yeah that's really funny yeah. but but no yesterday like, my dad's <laughs> Sorry, go ahead. Oh, I was going to say, like, it doesn't matter what age you are. You can completely restart your life. Like, Mm -hmm. I know people and friends who have been in careers their whole life, and they are now leaving to pursue being a coach because health and fitness has changed their life so much that they want to be able to do that for other people. And, like, we can speak about it a bit with you, like, you're taking your personal training certification now, like you want to get into coaching and helping people. And I think it's absolutely incredible that it all started from you focusing on your health and fitness first. And that has made you realize what you want to do. And it's helping you get to where you want to be. Yeah, like, it was it was weird like one day it just kind of clicked because I was like okay I love working with people I love making people happy and I love watching people grow and so even when I was doing keto 
my parents, like not my dad, but my stepdad and my mom were like, oh, can you help us out? I was like, all right. So we went to Costco and I spent like 800 of their dollars on all these <laughs> keto things for them. And like I helped them and I watched them lose the weight. Although at the time I thought it was a healthy way. Um, now I realize it's totally not. Um, but I love that. I love the mm-hmm. taste of that. And then working with you, realizing how happy working out has made me and all the mindful stuff and like mindset work and healthy habits. I'm like, you know what? I feel like I could help other women. Like, I feel like I have like gotten so much knowledge from myself, like working within that I could like help other people and like learning from you too. Right. I've just like found such a passion and a love for it. And now my parents are like, can you help me find a workout? And I'm like, okay. Like, <laughs> they went and bought a barbell the other day and they're like, Aww. can we got a barbell? Can you come teach us how to do some things? And I was That's like, amazing. like it ma- it legit makes me so happy. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, oh, I'm not in a million years would I ever think that I would be taking my personal training certificate. Like you, there's, that would not have been something I would have thought. Like I wanted to be an addictions counselor for the longest time. I wanted to be like a dentist at one point. Like I wanted to do all these things, but never once had I worked towards those things. Mm. And now I'm so proud that I'm finally putting in place to be a personal trainer and I'm doing all the steps to get there. Mm -hmm. Um, And it also doesn't like, it's more, it makes me happy than it feels like work, you know, like studying all this stuff and doing the course. I'm like, wow, this is so cool. Although it is a lot of information. (laughs) It's like, it's fun for me. It's not like I'm like doing a shitty math test and I'm like, fuck, you know, like when is this (laughs) going to end? Like I see my future and I see how cool it could be. And I've never had that feeling before. So that's really cool. And you've been able to you've been able to like uncover that and work towards that now. And it's pretty crazy because I went to look back to see like exactly when you started with me and it was November 30th. So literally like 11 months, you've like completely, well, almost 12 months, like legit 11 and a half months, you've like completely 180'd your entire life in a year, in one year. And I think sometimes people are reluctant or they get nervous if I'm like, hey, we actually need like six months to a year, maybe even a little bit more to get to your goals. And they're like, oh my God, like that's way too long. Do you know how fast a year goes? Like how how crazy fast has like November, 2021 to October, 22 been? And your life is going to pass you by no matter what. Why not spend it becoming the best version of yourself? Because you're going to live a lot healthier, a lot happier, a lot better, a more financially free life once you start to focus on your health, your internal and your external well-being. And you've been able to do that, that this last year. Yeah, I know. And it's so crazy. I remember like sitting in my boyfriend's bedroom on the phone with you (laughs) being like, yeah, like I just never want to leave my house. Like you're like, so what would you like? And I felt so helpless. Like, and I can't even believe that was like a year ago. Yeah. I'm like, wow. Like you're a completely different person. Yeah. A year ago. And even in my pictures, like you look and it's (laughs) that one. A whole other story. That's a whole other story. (laughs) I, if you have not seen Kennedy's transformation (laughs) post, like go to my Instagram because it's like, we're talking all about like mindset, emotional, like all of that changing. Um, when, when you change that, your physical results change with it. So it's like, we've been focusing a lot on the mental and emotional, and that's why you have such amazing physical results because like you're a completely different person. You've lost all the body fat from all the right areas and you've gained muscle in all the right areas. Like I've never had an ass in my whole life. And although it may not be big, I can still see a little bit of a getting glute. there. It's getting there. For I'm getting sure. the peach. Yeah. Yeah. yeah so Easy. 
And you know what? Another thing for me too, like I stopped focusing so much on my physical appearance because Mm I, I started focusing more mentally because I felt like, you know, at the beginning you asked me like what made me fall off. And it was because I was so working at my physical appearance that I wasn't like doing things that made me feel like mentally happy. And I think a lot of that too is branched out into why I didn't feel like I deserved it because mentally I was so effed up. Like I just felt cloudy every day and was just like staring at the mirror, staring at the scale, getting upset when the scale was up or whatever that like, I didn't do the steps mentally to feel clarity. And even now, like I'll look at a picture, I'll do my check-in and I'm super proud, but I'm not so meticulously focused because if I were to do that, I don't think that I would like be mentally as clear or as like getting to the my happiest point because I'd be like well why isn't my ass bigger or why isn't my stomach flatter you know what I mean like I realize it's a journey and it's not going to be like overnight I'm a supermodel so I, I I like the journey I'm going on learning more about myself mentally and I think a lot of people should focus on that like what are your mental changes you know what how do you feel? How are your energy levels rather than like, what do you look like in the mirror? When you're so hyper-focused on that, you're not going to get the best positive results, right? Yeah. So I think I learned a lot about that stuff too. I think when you like, like everybody, when they start, your goals were very superficial. And like you yes. said, at one point you were going through the motions and like, oh, I should just be doing this because it's good. If you have that mindset and attitude, you're obviously not doing it from a place of self-love. You're doing it because Mm -hmm. you think you should lurk a certain way for like the outside. Even though you started originally for you, you can get really easy to get caught up in that. And I think a lot of people do that as well as they get caught up in the superficial. And yes, like we can all achieve our dream body, our dream physique, but at not at the expense of what's happening internally inside and mentally up here like when you focus first on what's up here and your internal health your physical appearance will show what is going on inside of you and that's exactly what you did and that's how you've been able to get up to this point now and that's how you're going from like like one year ago would you have ever thought that you'd be thinking about possibly doing a bikini competition no, not at all. I would have looked at you like you were in that case. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and now I'm obsessed. I follow so many online just because I'm like, oh my God, look at this one. Look at this one. Mm-hmm. And I like, I'll daydream about it too. Like just me on stage, I'll probably cry, like ball my eyes Aww. out after, even if I lose. Who cares? I still did it and I did it for myself. And the amount of determination and the mindset you have to have going in one of those is actually just nuts. Yeah. Like you'll really figure out who you are as a person. Oh doing yeah. That. I'm excited. Kennedy's yeah. going to be my first prep client. I know. I'm, I'm so excited. excited. It'll be yeah. awesome. So if someone's listening right now, there's someone listening who was in or who is in your exact position that you were in one year from now, and they're nervous to get help or they're like, well, what if it won't work for me? Or Like, I don't even know what to do or like, how do I even get into a fitness program? Or I don't think I can lose the weight or they've failed so many times in the past. Like, what would you tell somebody who was in your position when you were maybe apprehensive to go all in on your health and fitness journey? Oh, that's a, it's not a tough one, but there's just so much that I would say. So I have to shortly paraphrase it here. I would say that there's always room for success. Although you failed a million times, so you think you can always succeed, but you have to try at it. Um, And I would say you definitely need to hire someone to help you and teach you things, right? Because, you know, you can't do it all on your own. You have to have some sort of guidance Um, and really enjoy the journey. If you don't get the results in a month or two months, realize what you're learning within, like really, really focus because nothing in life is easy. Nothing worth like being happy about is ever easy. Right. So Mm -hmm. if you can work towards something and, and see a greater you at the end of the day, like that's, 
you're winning, right? Like if you can even think about asking someone for help, you're, you're on the right step. And I know it's super hard, but like, just do your research, do like, think about it. Do you want to be sitting in the same place, like nervous looking up coaches on Instagram for like two years, or are you going to bite the bullet? Right? Like Mm -hmm. it might give you anxiety to talk to someone or reach out to someone, but think about yourself like me, right? Like 11 months ago, I was that person being like, well, like, are you sure CC? Like, come on, like I'm nervous. Like I can do it, you know? And she's like, no, you need it. I can see it. You do it. You do it. Like Mm -hmm. do it. And I was like, oh, well I can do it myself, but I'm so thankful. Like I could not have gotten to this spot without Mariah. So thank you. Yeah, of course. And now you're that person that CC was. You have brought me some of your friends and clients who have now started on a fitness journey. So it's that trickle effect when you start to focus on your health and fitness, Mm -hmm. like I said, and you start to shine your light on everybody else, you start to be that positive person in other people's life that you needed at that moment. Yeah. Now you get to become that person that somebody needs. And I think that's absolutely incredible because like you said, there's like no better feeling then when somebody comes to you and you're like, Hey, like, can I, can I get your advice? Like I need some help. And you're like, Oh my God, like I did it. Me, Like, (laughs) yeah. Like if other people are just like asking me some advice, like, wow, I really did change. So they've noticed that I've completely Mm -hmm. changed as a a person for, for the better. Right. Yeah. Um, So I think that's really cool. And yeah, I agree with everything you said. Like you can keep failing. You can keep failing. You can keep failing. It's kind of just like, kissing the frogs before you find your prince charming yeah but kissed a lot of frogs yeah but you <laughs> but you will right you've kissed a lot of ugly frog fitness programs and and diets <laughs> before you've been able to uh kiss the prince athletic aesthetics yeah uh, exactly there you go <laughs> yeah. but um yeah I think that's really important is like don't keep or like what am I trying to say here Like, don't give up because success is just around the corner. You're just one more like hard decision away from getting to your goals and reaching there. But you will only fail if you give up. That's the only time you ever fail. If you keep trying again, 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 and you keep quote unquote failing, you're not actually failing. You're just figuring out what doesn't work and what is going to work for you. Yeah, I agree. I totally agree. Yeah. Well, thank you so much for coming on and spending time with me and opening up about your story. It's been really awesome to hear. And I think um, someone out there is in your exact position that you were a year ago. Um, And I want that person to know that they can be where you are now, but of course, in their own, in their own light and their own life, but they need to take a chance on themselves and really step into what they know they deserve and they can um it's going to be a challenge but it's going to be worth it thank you for having me on it's my first podcast like I said and I was nervous but now it just feels like so smooth like Mm -hmm. and I'm happy to talk about my journey like anything I'm always I'm an open book and I really like to watch people like I said be successful so Mm -hmm. Where can they find you if they want to ask you if they're like, Kennedy, are you sure? Like, <laughs> what I do? They can find me not on my hacked account because it's still <laughs> up there. I'll tell That's you right crazy. Now. Still there. Still there. Um, Kennedy.Macedo M, all lowercase. How do you not the other it? one? K-E-N-N-E-D-Y dot. M-A-C-E-D-O-M. Perfect. Yeah. Don't do the other one. It's got a bunch of O's at the end and it's some Arab guy. And you'll probably get a message about crypto. So if you know you get that, it's not her. Block that one and message the other one. Yes. Cool. Thank you so much. I appreciate it. Thank you to everybody that listened and spent your time with us. And we'll see you in the next one.
Thank you so much for spending your time with me. I hope you feel inspired after today's episode. If you want to take action on your health and fitness goals, learn how to lose body fat, gain muscle, and achieve your dream physique, DM me on Instagram at Mariah Fontana with the word light, and I will reach out to you to see if I can help. Thank you so, so much, and I will see you in the next episode.